0: All right, guys, good to have you back. I'm here with Mr. Gary and um, Mr. Gary Hale. What you been up to, sir?
1: Oh man, I didn't think you were gonna. We we cut we cut two. We podcasts. just finished. Over, yeah,
0: we're cutting them way down. But this one's gonna be quick, guys. We're gonna just throw it out. There's gonna be maybe 15 minutes. So yeah,
1: I gotta I gotta have like multiple things to. Okay, to, Gary's staring spell at me. That's out.
0: that's what he's doing. He's he's just sitting here staring looking across into, the table, eyes, looking yes. into my eyes. Yeah. Um. So we got an interesting topic we're gonna have here. A couple weeks uh, holiday here is Mother's Day. And since I'm the newbie, uh, Gary's going to have to really kind of take away this one, kind of tell us what's going on.
1: Well, oh, no, I mean we celebrate uh, Mother's Day here the last week of May, and I think in the states it was what last weekend or uh, it was like first part of May. Yeah, and so you know, <laughs> shows
0: how good we are. <laughs> We're Sorry, horrible. mom.
1: Sorry, mom. Yeah, our moms are listen, listening. Uh, but uh, you know, you know, it's uh, yeah, mothers. You know, I just thought you know mothers are so. Uh, you know, obviously so important to our lives and there are, you know, as far as in our lives, both of our mothers are alive and they're back in the United States and uh, people often forget about them on the call to missions of their children. I mean, yeah. people th- think of us as far as making the big sacrifice and, and moving overseas and having the inconveniences and all of that. But just to be mindful of those missionary mothers that are back home that don't get to see their sons, don't get to see their grandkids as much. Now, a good thing with the Dominican Republic is the proximity. Good thing about Dominican Republic is a nice tropical island. And so, you know, visits in the country is not, you know, it can happen from time to time. But just still, you're not going to be at all the, you know, all the holidays. You're not going to be at, you know— Uh, at a drop of a hat, you know, you can drive up, you know, one weekend, you, you know, it's just, it's close, but it's not that close. Right. So, uh, you know, I was just thinking about, about our moms on, uh, you know, as, as mother's day has come and gone in the States and then coming up here, here, it's just, you know, the value of, of of missionary mom.
0: Well, I will tell you for sure. Uh, my mom is, uh, if I didn't have a mission board, my mom would be our mission board. I think I talked I to her about once a day, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but any part of that's because my dad's going through some health issues and right. some uh, dementia and things like that. And um, I think I'm okay saying this because we most anybody that knows this knows this, but there, there's been, uh, I don't think my dad's a believer. And yeah. so there's been some strained relationships there in the home. And so I've been a bit of a more the spiritual leader, I guess, in some senses. Mom comes to me and asks questions and stuff like that. And so because of that we have a very close relationship. But yeah, I couldn't do what I do uh, if it wasn't for my mom. Um, yeah. I just sometimes, um, not that long ago, you know, I was putting dates, and I'm like, if something doesn't happen by such and such a date, you know, I think we just need to transition. And my mom was like, no, you don't. You just need you need to trust God and follow God, you know. And she's right. good in those moments when when I'm frustrated or, you know, things are going on. Um, she gives me balance with my kids sometimes where, uh, parents get lost in situations when you're home and your kids and stuff really bothers you. And sometimes she's like, you know what, you're that way too. <laughs> yeah. So she definitely, uh, gives she, you to the
1: 30,000 foot view and takes of, a step back. And, yeah.
0: yeah. That's so good. yeah, I definitely, she's, my mom was definitely intricate in our ministry for sure.
1: Yeah. Did your mom pray for you? Oh, when yeah. You were, oh Yeah. Um, you, you yep. consider her like a prayer warrior? Yep,
0: grandma place. too. Grandma too. I mean, my grandma, um, when we came home from Venezuela, I never did get to see her. When we came, it was pre-COVID, didn't get to see her, but um, she prayed for us all the time. In fact, they. this is kind of cool, but when my grandma passed away, the day she passed away, she went to breakfast, said uh, she wasn't feeling very well. I think her heart was starting to give out. And she just wasn't feeling great. And uh, they took her back to her room. She laid down, and they said she sat up in bed looked up and said I'm ready to go laid back mm-hmm. down and that was it her wow. heart quit beating so yeah. um, but she prayed for us regularly as well yeah that's yep.
1: cool I think I came uh, well I came across so uh, you know an old letter or two um, from my grandmother uh, my dad's mom uh, and she was expressing you know she was writing uh, you know just her concern spiritual concern for him and this was at a time in his life when he was I mean, my dad's dead now, but, I mean, when he was much younger. Mm-hmm. And so to see and know of her prayers uh, for my dad and to, and to think of how that has, um, you know, can affect future generations. Because eventually my dad really got serious about the Lord. And when he got serious about the Lord, that changed kind of the trajectory of my family, which affected me.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so in that sense, I look back at even my grandmother's prayers from— um, You know, when she was praying for him, how that still impacts and touches me. And then, of course, my mom um, has always been in my corner for just praying and just praying about different things. And and I went through different stages and I was concerned about different things. Uh, You know, as my mom, that was really. Just quiet, a quiet presence. Just, just praying. I mean, my mom has a similar personality. So, until you get to know us, you kind of think we're a little reserved, standoffish. She
0: didn't you know, answer her phone then, does she? <laughs> probably not. You know,
1: <laughs> you know, we we have a very similar, very withdrawn uh, personality. But again, once you get to know us, and you realize. Oh, okay, you're not a snob, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> so you are a very pleasant to talk to, and all that, and you don't hate life, and all that. It's just we're very analytical and very, very, you know, uh, reserved. But, but she uh, is very serious about her faith, and very serious about, uh, you know, praying for her. And you know, it was interesting. Uh, there was some stuff just going on in life, and she wrote me out of the blue um, a couple months ago and said, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about you." And I'm concerned, uh, you know, so she she expressed what her concern was. And it, it wasn't that she was, it wasn't that I had done anything to offend her. It wasn't that.
0: Moms know, are yeah, perceptive.
1: Yeah, she just said, I feel like something's, uh, something's going on. And so um, she was just praying extra special for me hmm. because. Uh, you know, the, the attack of the enemy and just different things in, in, in life. And I can't remember all the little things that were going on. And it, it, I don't think it was as bad as maybe what she uh, maybe perceived or thought, but it really, but there was, there was some things going on that it was like, man, I really do need extra prayer. Yeah. And so I was just like, how, you know, how she's tuned into that because I hadn't, I hadn't been telling her anything. And so I don't know, I don't know how she became attuned to that, but I guess mothers that are going to the throne, Uh, on behalf of their children, just have that, you know, that intuition, a mother's intuition.
0: You know, that that is something, and I don't want to take away from the moms, but that was something that was so cool, even in Venezuela. There was moments that we found out later on that people were actually praying praying in the moment that things were happening, Yeah, Um, that the Holy Spirit works in that way just to burden somebody's heart. Um, Just, I mean, again, don't want to take away from the moms here, but but just the, the cool part about the Holy Spirit working in hearts like that, this situation with my dad, I'm totally convinced that they found my dad um, because we, I mean, my sister and I both jumped on social media. I sent my prayer, you know, all my prayer letter contacts, like 900 people I sent it out to and just said, please pray. And so many people responded. And I really believe we probably had thousands of people praying. You know, and God moves in hearts, you know. It's just yeah, kind of cool how that happens. I opens. responded
1: to you at some point during the day. Yeah. After, did I respond after you was found or what? <laughs> I don't no, remember. No, I think I responded before that.
0: I think you did. I think yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, I got in before, yeah. before he was found. <laughs> he ch- you checked your phone that day. My,
1: my, yeah. my <laughs> prayer was the tipping, my, the tipping prayer. That was there the, you go. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that prayer got up there and God was like, Gary who? Uh, Gary, oh, oh, he, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, he's yeah, going to pray today. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to answer this one. Oh, yeah, Come Gary in the Dominican. Yeah, 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 I got him. Anyway, no, I tell you what, man, I honestly couldn't make it without mom. I could yeah. not make it without mom. And sometimes I get made fun of because I'm 47 going on 48 and I talk to my mom all the time. But uh, you um, your mama's boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what else am I going to say? But right. yeah. But tell you what, she is. She um, is. She's not the typical, she's going to pat you on the back and everything's going to be okay. Sometimes she's like, you know, buckle down, yeah, quit whining, right. you know, and this is, you know, some things are tough and you're just going to have to tough it out or, you know. She, and she has
1: two two children that are overseas.
0: Yeah, my sister's in Cameroon, Africa, um, and uh, we're here. We were in Venezuela and they were in another part of Cameroon. So both of us through, through kind of tragic uh, government situations have had to, to relocate yeah. our fields, but... Um, anyway, and, and, she's, and you
1: know, she'll never. She will probably never be called up in front of the church. Nope, not like my mo- mother either. Uh, she'll never be honored or rewarded. Um, at least this side of heaven, right? You know,
0: and and honestly, my mom spends most of her time serving other people. Yeah. Um, you know, just the type of work she does now is uh, she cleans houses, but there's a lot of stuff she'll just go and she'll you know at her church she'll help people out and stuff like that who just can't get around or. Know,
1: that, that gives me a thought i mean i just i just had this thought that you know when a fallen soldier wins like a purple heart or wins something like that and you know, they award it to the family uh, but it would be really cool for a home church or churches to honor the the mothers uh or the parents of 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 a missionary that has served faithfully overseas
0: well i mean yeah i'll tell you this because um, you know, I don't know if it was a pastor, or a comedian. Her one time said that he had a drug problem because his mom drug him to church every time the doors yeah. were open. Mom was um, as best she could. She was the spiritual leader of our home. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, and on occasion we would see my dad read the Bible. He'd be in his room and there'd be the door cracked open. He's laying on the bed reading the Bible. But he never, ever really faithfully went to church, um, which I don't think is the basis of salvation. But. Right. Um, and so, yeah, mom. Made a lot of sacrifices in that way, just to make sure that the influence that we were receiving uh, was always, you know, people. In other words, she was always getting us around people who were that kind of influence. I think that I'm serving today in missions because you know they had us in Christian school, and then you know the people we stayed with after school because mom worked. I mean, they were a strong influence in our life, and um, you know I got kicked out of the house when I was 18, um, just a disagreement with my dad, and. And I remember getting counsel from people at church and sitting for those very people that, that I went to after school, sitting across the table and them crying with me. Um, and those are all, you know, mom was the mom was the integral link that connected me with all those people. And she made sure that we were constantly you know, being influenced in that way. And so I think there was, if I wouldn't be in missions today if it wasn't for that. I mean, mom constantly yeah. had us influence and. I guess what you could say is what she didn't feel like she could do in the home. She made sure we were around people who would give that influence and people who would set that tone. That's good. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. you know, when I was first went on my missions trips uh, here to the Dominican Republic in 95 and 96 and subsequent years, but she uh, says that uh, after that, either the first trip or the second trip, she said, uh, I could tell, you know, God was doing something uh, in you. And, and she was so proud um, because, you know, I was finishing up, uh, college and wanting to start, you know, my career beyond, you know, the different odd jobs and things that I was working on. Um, but she was, she and my father were so proud that I was going, you know, toward, toward missions and they could see that. And they really got behind me, hmm. you know, as far as just that uh, encouragement that, that you need. And, uh, you know, I had another friend that was also thinking that direction and the response of the parents was just totally totally different you know you you won't be able to provide provide for your family you know you'll be poor and god doesn't you know use your head don't you know that? you know god's giving you you know don't you know don't do that and it was just a really a contrast in -hmm. how the parents and and it it was a difference maker
0: well there was a contrast in my home my dad um if you ask anybody, my dad is probably one of the smartest people. I don't say that boasting. I'm just saying people brought their cars to him for him to fix. He flew model airplanes. And I remember going out to the model airplane air, the airfield where he flew them. And everybody would just bring their stuff to him to fly. Um, my dad could fix just about anything. Was he a civil engineer? No, he, uh, machinist and maintenance mechanic, but he, uh, I mean, you know, good with his hands. Oh man, he he could make anything. Like when he did the model airplane stuff, he would make parts for the airplanes all the time out of scrap metal at work and stuff. He'd pop it on the lathe and
1: now everyone thinks it's cool to be able to 3d print parts, but he he was before
0: he was 3d, 3d printing his own (laughs) stuff then. Um, and so, but, um, Anyway, he, he, there, he really wanted me to grow up and get this nice job, you know, and, and, and I appreciate that side, but there was so there was kind of a secular influence and a a sacred influence at home. Uh, But mom, you know, mom, like I said, mom always just made sure we were around those people. And, and if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for being in church all the time when the doors are open and being around those people, maybe I would have been drawn the other direction. But, um, you know, dad's. Proud of us now, uh, not just because he yeah, has dementia. Sure. I mean, within even when we're in Venezuela and he wasn't quite, you know, he didn't have those issues. He, you know, so many times is proud of you guys, really appreciate what you do. Yeah. So but early on it wasn't that. You know, there's a lot of pressure to produce and a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to be the six figure uh yeah. earning kid. Yeah. And uh so I appreciate my mom being there to Yeah,
1: you I mean I, I think I think i reflect more now about about their parenting role now that I'm in my mid forties oh yeah, and you know, there's a, a big part of your life that I think you, you hold your parents to the grid of what you think is um, best parenting practices and all that. And so they, they may not measure up in certain areas. And then at some point you realize, uh, and of course maybe it took me longer because I don't have children myself, but at some point you realize, you know what, They're just going through life like I'm going through life and they're trying to figure it out. And, and when you can look at it through that lens, it allows you to have a maybe a little bit more balanced approach and you realize, you know what? They're going through, they're going through stuff, they're going through junk. They're going through yeah. the ups and downs that we have to go through, and they're they're doing this with children, and they're doing the best they can. And yeah, sometimes they lost their cool, and sometimes they, uh, you know, maybe they came down the wrong on the wrong line and emphasized the wrong thing. But overall, you know, so you start looking at it more from a um, from a whole picture, and it gives you uh, maybe a little bit more grace toward yeah. You know, not that I ever really, I mean, my dad was he was tough, he was hard. My mom was more uh, the quiet, um, you know, I always felt like she was in my corner. I, my dad was in my corner, but I didn't realize he was in my corner. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until, until you start looking at it, I think, man, you know, when he first got cancer, he was 48 years old. I'm 45, wow. I'm turning yeah. 46. I mean, so I'm thinking of myself having a conversation. How are you, 47, 48? I'm about
0: to turn 48. Notice. Okay, so you're
1: about to turn 48. So when dad gets cancer, he's 48. Mm-hmm. And so my mom... Who my mom was uh, eighteen, I think, when they got married, and so uh, she was still a girl, basically. Mm. I mean, I mean, a teenager, and so then she's married to him twenty five years, and then he dies, and he she's in her mid forties, like what I what my age right now, now. So yeah. I'm thinking about my mom walking through the death of my father, being basically my age. I'm thinking about when my dad first got cancer; he's a little bit older than me, but about basically your age. And I'm thinking, man, if I if I could take me now and have that conversation, you know, 20 years yeah. ago with, with them, yeah. but I mean, they would be my, would they be my friends? I mean, they would be people. I mean, it's just, it, it's just, it, my brain starts. Uh, no, overloading it helps, because, you, you, helps you
0: identify that some of the stuff. I mean, I, <laughs> I've got four of those reminders, little kids in my house. I've got, so <laughs> as far as being confronted with the frailty of parenting, I have been many times and definitely have compassion on my parents for the, the, what they put up with, with, with us, with my sister and my brother and I, um, because now you see it from a whole different perspective and, you know, you do lose your cool and yes, you wish you would have been more solid in certain areas and more lenient in other areas. And so, um, I definitely can appreciate the parenting that my parents gave me. I didn't have the greatest relationship with my dad. Um, but I think my dad taught me to be a man of my word. I think he taught me to do things well, uh, and do it the first time well and don't make people have to come correct and bring you back. And so, um, and, and my wife helped me with that later on uh, in our marriage. I took a lot of stuff personal from my dad. Um, but my wife helped me see later on that it was insecurities that motivated, the, you know, and once I saw that I was able to see him through eyes of compassion, not, not the yeah. eyes of hurt. But, um, and, and mom too has been running that interference my whole life. I a mean, buffer. A buffer. she yeah. has, I mean, go college, Bible college, you know, she was, we went back to her all the time. I mean, she would, she, she was always there to, to help us out. I mean, now sometimes that was, you get home on Friday night from driving from Wisconsin to Tennessee and Saturday you're working, but yeah. <laughs> you know, she would have work lined up or whatever. But so mom was, it was just, I couldn't have done it college. I couldn't have done any of it without mom. I mean, she yeah. was, she was the, she was the force for sure.
1: Yeah. My, uh, my good friend, we, we've mentioned him all the time. We need to have him on the show one, one of these days, uh, But Jerry, you know, he just lost his his mom. Oh, wow. I remember him, um, I remember her uh, just being, I I remember her, you know, receiving the Lord. I wasn't there when she did, but I remember her before Christ and Mm -hmm. then then after Christ and just her, the energy and the kindness that she had. I mean, always just greeting people at church and uh, just really became connected to, you know, to the church body. And, um, you know, I I think that... uh, you know, that was a, you know, that was a tough loss. Uh, you know, obviously it was, it's Jerry's mom, but, uh, you know, who she became in Christ was just very inspiring to other Christians yeah. around her. And so, um, and was even in, in encouraging to me and, um, you know, it, it's sad because now we're getting, now that we're all in our mid forties, now our parents are getting into that age in the sixties or seventies yeah, yeah. and, um, yeah. You know, it's like a conveyor belt and it can be depressing. It can almost be like a, a, your Ecclesiastes moment because you're thinking about, okay, so, you know, grandparents typically, you know, if they're gone, they, they were gone, you know, and, you know, Ten twenty yeah. 20 years yeah. cycle ago. And now now it's to your parents, and now we start losing our parents, and then next up is us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I, <laughs> Ring <yeah>. the bell.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think the hard thing for me has been seeing, you know, even uh, this has given me an opportunity to walk alongside my mom with my dad going through what he's going through. It's a new phase of life. It's a new phase of life. And, you know, uh, mom's philosophy was never things. Dad was more towards the nice things and all that. And so... You know, he never got to enjoy the things I guess he felt like he worked for. Um, but, again, Mom, we never had to fight with that perspective, really, because Mom mom just kept us really, I yeah. don't know. I mean, Christian school, church, you know, yeah. Saturday morning visitation, we were at church. You know, we had all those things that were there all the time, and I think those were the shaping moments in our lives. And that's not to say we didn't have some bad youth pastors and bad people along the way, right. but uh, Mom just always – and, and if you came home and said something, well, I don't care. I don't care. You're going to visitation. I don't right. care. You know, <laughs> and it was good because we right. needed it, you know, A so. constant, faithful. Yep. Yeah.
1: You know, I, again, I think, I think it would be cool uh, one day, uh, either in your mom's church or in my home church, uh, just to, just to honor
0: I'm 100% with you. I think you're right. I
1: think it would be, of course, now my mom would be totally freaked out because she wouldn't want the applause and she wouldn't want to be in front of people. But I think everybody appreciates being honored or likes being appreciated. But just to say, you know, I mean, just as a church, can you imagine a church body saying, this is a hero. This is these the." Sorry, parents, I threw
0: Gary. I threw Gary off. I was pointing at something. Your phone the, lit up, so I, didn't know. I know. I think it was my arm. Okay.
1: You know, these parents, they've sacrificed. You know, for and 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 you know, we're not saying that they're we're not saying that they're better, but as a church, you know, you should celebrate what you value.
0: I don't think though people understand what the missionary parent goes through. I really right. don't. Um, and I'm not saying this to create drama, but I yeah. mean, you know, you had to big health care a few years ago. Sure. I'm sure it's not easy for your mom to be at home knowing all that's going down.
1: No, she ended up, she ended up flying down here yeah. but, and,
0: and I didn't want her to, because I didn't want
1: to be, I mean, me mean, or a lot alike. uh, but I just wanted to be able to recover it myself, but yeah. she felt like she needed to get down here. Yeah. And of course my pastor was going willing to fly me back to the States, but he knew I wasn't going to come back and he was right about that. But my mom was going to come here. And so, but again, uh, you know, all that, that you had to deal with that you don't necessarily have to deal with Back home, yeah, even if you live out of state, but it's like, okay, well, I can get there really easy mm-hmm. and quick.
0: Oh, yeah, and I mean, mom, yeah, and it, it must have been hard for her when knowing the stuff we we're going through, I mean, stuff was blowing up yeah. around, her, around her house in Venezuela and stuff, you know. Yeah. But she never once said, Hey, you guys really need to get yeah. out of there. She would just say, You know, God knows, God knows, God knows.
1: I mean, okay. it, it wouldn't at any given moment, it can be dangerous as dangerous as any other oh, place in the world, yes, sorry. Okay, now. Uh, on average, I would not compare living in San Pedro to um, a soldier being stationed in uh, Iraq or, or, you know, Afghanistan or, 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 you know, somewhere like that. But on any given moment, in any given time... You face dangers that I mean I've had guns put in my face I think I've mentioned that sure. you know uh, here in in the DR and it doesn't happen every day and it's not like I have to worry about lion landmines I am not saying in a general way I'm not saying at all that I I am the American soldier however um, the fact that my mom is in the states and I'm overseas sure. and at any moment something can go wrong and there are people that try to do bad things and yeah. there I mean they still face that and the and and in some ways. Uh, at least every few years, uh, or at least every couple you know, rotations or whatever, uh, a soldier gets to come home. Um, right. You know, and I have been able to come home for a week, for yeah. five days, yeah. 19 years. And so I'm not complaining, and she's not complaining. I'm just saying that they're, you know, don't, don't, I, I think you're right. I think people don't, they underestimate that sacrifice. in in, in, in the case of a long term missionary, uh, it drastically alters the family. Uh, you know what the family is going to do. I mean, the last twenty years I've been here, I've been able to be there. You know, a few days here, a few days there. Yeah, my most, Christmas here.
0: Most people are spending know. birthdays with their grandkids and all that kind of stuff right. with their grandkids. My 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 parents go years. Um, we're going for home for a short stint this summer for about two months, um, and then they came last year at Christmas. So it'd be a year and a right. half that they haven't seen. I haven't seen their grandkids. Yeah. When I was in Venezuela, it was four years. I didn't see their grandkids.
1: That, that, that's a sacrifice. Yeah, and it keeps a lot of it keeps a lot of uh, it keeps a lot of people from going into missions because I'm. I'm just tell you, I, I know because parents uh, many times discourage their kids oh, yeah. in, in, in in going into ministry or going into missions, and they try to steer them out of that. And I think that's a shame. I mean, I remember. Jason, I remember being in the missions conference, and I think I've mentioned this before, but I remember in the missions conference as a teenager, the missionary speaker at our missions conference uh, asking the parents that if God would call them into missions, if God would call your child into missions, that you would get behind them and support them. And I remember uh, watching my mom and dad come down to the altar hmm. and, and pray. You know, you know, that that's an image, you know, we're... As you know, here we're not a big altar praying type church and that's a different topic another another, right, another podcast. podcast. There, there there are reasons for that. I'm not against it. We've done
0: it before. Mm-hmm. But
1: but that is an image in my head. No matter what they prayed, what I did see
0: did you is you remember them going I, forward. I
1: remember them going forward and committing their their, 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 their children to yeah. to missions if God called them. And, you know, in my case, I was thinking, you know, you're 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 praying for my sister. You're praying for my brother. You're not praying for me because I'm not going to go over there. But look who ended up. And then yeah. my sister later got into missions. But uh, the point is, is them being willing to get behind me. I saw that commitment. And then it was reinforced when I was leaning toward missions. They were not trying to steer me away. God has protected me. God has provided for us. God has... Uh, Man, I, I wouldn't have a, any other life. I mean, until God says you're finished here, uh, this is the greatest life.
0: You know, the, the, the verse, I was so reminded of it this week when my dad went on his 24 uh, hour driving <laughs> spree. Um, the verse that says, unless you hate your mother and your father and your own life also, you cannot be my disciple. Yeah. And uh, Luke 14, yeah. You know, and that's, but, but that really comes from both sides. Because it's not just me coming here, but it's also them saying goodbye over there, too. You know, it's my mother-in-law, too. You know, not having seen her kids, her grandkids for so long, and her daughter. I mean, it's a sacrifice that they're giving as well um, for the sake of the gospel. And so.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember um, someone that I used to look up to quite a bit for, you know, really impactful. had a message on on that in Luke 14. and, And he just described it as our love, our love for God should be so great that it, it would look like hate in comparison mm-hmm. yep. you know it's not that you don't love your your parents you're supposed to honor your parents yep. and the Bible's very clear on that
0: literal word in greek is love less yeah it means to love less but yeah, yeah. hats off to mom for sure
1: oh yeah they, they are uh they are heroes and um and so i you know i hope one day they'll they'll be recognized uh you know and i would like to see churches say you know what uh their child has served many years overseas, and that's been a sacrifice. And we just want to say as a church that we appreciate
0: that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And, and,
1: and, and honor that and show that, hey, that's important because we need more parents to, st- to not steer their kids away. I mean, look, it is increasingly dark in the world, Yeah. and we still have the answer of the gospel. And so we need more parents to realize that they're shooting their the arrows of their children into the world, not just to be... Um,
0: the breadwinners,
1: the, the breadwinners, and not just to not just to accumulate things mm-hmm. and and use your resources for the furtherness of the gospel and 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 people, you know, we have friends uh, that in, and you have friends that support our work and support you know missions and so they're using their life. So I'm not putting them down and saying we're the no, heroes. I got you 100. But, but also not just to make a blanket. No, you're not going to serve in the missions. No, I don't. You know, you need to go right. this way, not that way. You know, yeah. come on. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. Hats
0: off to moms. Hats off to moms. Well, guys, it's good to, to have you here with us, and we appreciate you listening and um, hope that uh, Mother's Day w- was excellent for you guys, and we got it coming up here, so pray for us as we minister to the moms here in the Dominican Republic. God bless, and we'll catch you on the next episode.